Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. Hello, Sheila. And uh, I gotta learn to trust the show Vincenzo. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because you heard me complaining last episode that we didn't end with him dialing the phone and, you know, the phone ringing in uh, Junwoo's pocket, right? Because I thought that that's logically how it should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> and then what is literally the first thing that happens this week? Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, keep your mouth shut, Sheila. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for keeping your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, it's such a good, oh, it's such a good opening. And you're like, no, Junwoo's not an idiot. He doesn't have his phone. Uh, a, he doesn't have his phone on ringtone it's on vibrate but b of course he's got two phones he's yeah. got a junwoo phone and he's got a chairman phone naturally <laughs> and of course the chairman phone will always be on silent but yeah you got the guys you know all over him and it's like can they hear the buzzing can they hear the buzzing and he just holds up his phone as you can see my phone's off no calls to my phone <laughs> it's such a oh it's so tense it's so unbelievably well, they, tense. It was unbelievably tense. And the thing is, they buy it because he's so good at being Jun Woo. Yeah. Like his his portrayal of Jun Woo is so fantastic. Nobody would ever suspect him. Yep. No. Like nobody would. And it's it's magnificent. Oh God. It's it's such a good performance. He's such a, you know, an upbeat buffoon in his own way. And he yep. says, oh, God. But yeah. And then we find out that the three people he shot and he brutally beat, but they are still alive. So there are people for him to, uh, for him to interrogate. And now a car, then a car shows up and it uh, turns out I was right to find that scene weird last week. And again, thank you for not saying anything. I'm like, because last week I made this whole big deal about why haven't we seen the faces the face of the guy running the the yam cart. Like this yam cart has suddenly been a big part of the show. And the way he just hands her the cider, I'm like, it's funny that we haven't found out about this. And then we find out why we haven't done that. Because <laughs> this show is always one step ahead of me. I keep like noticing mysteries and being baffled by them five minutes before we get the answer. <laughs> It's the crystal balls. Yes. The corrupt police operatives who used to work for Miss Joy have been working for Vincenzo this whole time. And what's interesting, Ever right, since he captured them. Is that, of course, Jun Wu never saw the crystal balls. Nope. So he has no idea who these guys yep. are. He has no idea that they're associated with Miss Choi. He only, she only ever referred to them as her crystal balls. And she would dial them on the phone and they were entirely her asset. And then she was pissed when she lost their, that asset. But she never, like, had anyone look into it. She never told anybody about them. Like, it was her thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you got these guys who have betrayed her to work for Vincenzo. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> and he knows nothing about it. So it's like, now he's seen the crystal balls. The guy that Vincenzo has grabbed the three assassins and cart them away. Right? But yep. he can't, like, he can't get a picture of them, you know, in this situation. He can't immediately figure out who they are. It's like, 
Oh, the detail they're putting in here. Oh. Yeah. And he says to drag the murderers to the warehouse. It's just so wonderfully cold. Oh, I love Vincenzo so much. Like, I'm loving this performance so much that I want to go and see what else this actor is in. You know? Like, well, let's see what he does next. Well, he's he's got two things coming out, and apparently there's some some it must be some historical drama. Okay. Um, that everybody or some some um uh, b- 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 anime the whatever adaptation. Adaptation. Okay. Because apparently everybody's, according to the news, is dying to see this. Okay. Right? It was when I was looking up whether or not there would ever be a Vincenzo season two. You found out what else he's up to. Yeah, uh, his line was, well, he'd do it if... If they ask him? Yeah. There aren't any talks. If the guy gives him a call, he'll show up. Yeah, but there are... He's doing two other things and this other thing. And then I looked at a picture from this other thing and I'm going, okay, I don't know what this is, but (laughs) I'm not sure that this is the picture I want to see. It probably means a lot to South Koreans. But it means nothing to you. It meant nothing to me, except that it kind of looks like a girl. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> except yeah. that, no, he's not, but he's not. He's he's dressed like in sort of warrior, but um, from the past, sort okay. of. So it's a historical drama, as you said. I think I think it must be some kind of historical drama and i don't know whether i don't remember whether it's a movie or a tv series but you know what we'll look into that later for now we get the yes, wonderful scene where that. mr nam and mr tack are 100 percent on board with sweeping up all of the evidence and getting rid of all of the evidence of the people he brutally beat and almost killed yeah. You're like, we'll just make all the gunfight evidence go away. Don't worry about us. Uh, yeah. you know, if anything, we're the best at cleaning up all of shell, like finding shell casings. No, like that's, we're, we're wonderful at that. Yes. Yes. We're the best. Koreans are the best. Yeah, Koreans are the best at that. Korean men are the world champions of shell gathering. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's great that you're trying to get away with this, but there are a lot of shot up cars there. So there is going to be some evidence left. A lot of car windows got hit with bullets last week. Oh. Well, yeah, but you never, you never, you never know. And I'm sure it's a, it's a crack about the fact they're so close to North Korea. Oh no, absolutely it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. And then you get a wonderful scene with Jun Woo where he's so unbelievably pissed off at himself and at Vincenzo. Oh. Oof. Well, he almost got he caught. He almost got caught, but he almost had Vincenzo too. Like yeah. he didn't see that it was a trap. And as he said, like he's my Mayweather. Like up until now, like up until previously, he's like, I want to see where this goes. But now he actually tried to just end it and kill Vincenzo, and he didn't pull it off. Like all this time, he's been telling himself this has been a game, but it's not a game anymore, and he still didn't win. So and this you is- have. Yeah, Ooh. and three of his best. Yeah, and he's like, where am I going to find murderers? Do you know like how this, hard it yeah. is to find good murderers? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, where am I going to replace these guys? Oh, yeah, such a good scene. And then we get 
a, a scene that like on one level I had to know was coming but I wasn't ready for it to be as brutal as it is it was the first time I watched it it was just like jaw dropping I can't believe they're going here you know like I can't believe they're going this far is how you feel because when we find in the we're back to the warehouse right the, which, the warehouse which is the empty building he keeps taking people to you know torture yeah. and deceive and murder them so this is where they almost kicked everybody off the roof last week this is where they faked the execution of the crystal balls to find out what they were working on like so this is this is that location and what they've done is they've taken the van the murderers showed up in they have attached a hose to the tailpipe put it in through the window in a locked up car and they have a remote control attached to the gas so every time they press the gas smoke like exhaust fumes go flooding into the cabin of the car. Whew. That's that's a pretty that's an intense system. And as and I love the Chan Young is like this is just to scare them, right? And Vincenzo's like, "Ah, eh, they might die." You know, I've never actually tried this before, so I haven't like dialed in how much to use. <laughs> And uh, so she, who's, by the way, still wearing her limited edition running shoes. Yes, of course. You know, comes up to yell at them and say, like, this is your chance to answer some questions or we're going to kill you. You understand the stakes. So she gets confessions out of them. They they blew up the villa. They killed, right? The, they blew up the villa. They killed the family members. Like, these are, and they killed... Uh, director Gill and the two cops. Like, these are the guys. They have now got... Wait, 17... They have 20 dead bodies on them. Just in the evident, like... Just in this show. You know? Yeah. So who knows what they've done before then. But, like, like these guys are responsible well, for all of the, the people getting hurt. Yeah. They also killed the 12 and sang Go. Yeah, the researchers. Fathers. Yeah. No, no. Oh, oh yes, 12. the previous one. Yes, 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 yes. And a previous building for his father. For yeah, example. exactly. Yeah, because so, he said, I'll go. Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. That's the, um, you're confused. That's the knife gang. That's the twin. That's the cross swords gang. That's his dad's cross swords gang. These are the professional murderers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of people dropping bodies on this show. I understand how you would get confused as to who was doing it. But the interesting, yeah. I mean, the thing is that when you think about it, you see very little of. You see only see the after murders. Yeah, we're not you seeing never, people getting killed. It's just the aftermath with blood. Like you're, yeah. we're, we ultimately don't watch these guys die. No. We'll, we'll get there in a second. Okay, so I just want to get through the rest of the scene before we get there. Um, there, So there's a great moment where, like, they're refusing to, uh, refusing to confess. And, say, and so Cha Young grabs the remote control away yeah. from one of the crystal balls and just starts poisoning them herself yeah. and, is, and is just demanding well, to know. Well, that is about... Yeah. First of all, that's first be when it, she's because she asked them first about the scientists. She asked yep. them second about Gill and Director the Gill. Yeah, and they admit to all of that. Yeah. But then and when it then, comes to the survive the victims' families, they're hesitating, and she poisons them. And he's like, 
this is what you did. Like, this is what you did to them. This is painful, isn't it? You know, it's like, this is this suffering. Yeah, this is this is what you deserve. But (laughs) we find out that they don't know who the chairman is. Yeah. Right. They don't know who the chairman is. They don't know. They he well, they have only contacted him via a voice changer. All they know is he's definitely in Korea. That's all they know. Based on the number that calls them, he's definitely he is in Korea. Korea, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they so they've run out of useful information, and so they're like, uh, well, and Shayun is like, you guys deserve to die. Yeah, you know, like you're not. <laughs> it's like. Please, they, they, want- they beg to be arrested. They beg to get their day in court. Yeah. You know? And she, and she says, punch. what good would that do? Yeah. Yes, you're... Yeah, yeah. And and this is the key part. Cha-Yung turn, is the one who turns yeah. the remote all the way up to kill them. Yep. And then throws it back to the one of the crystal, crystal balls. balls. Yep. Vincenzo says, let's go. Yep. And They'll so take it from here. But it's just like just the fact that she's the one, like, they were all involved in setting up this thing. She's the one who pressed the button that kills them. Yeah. That's that's pretty meaningful, I think. Well, no, it is. I mean, it's just this is it was just when when they killed, that's the strange thing. When they killed those four victim yeah. family members she it crossed the line for her it well i don't think that she understood that vincenzo yeah. knew it crossed oh, right his away line. oh of course okay but i don't think that she knew that she would ever go this as far, far yeah ever thought that and you could just see it in her face when they said yes they were the ones that killed them yeah right and then we get the discussion in the car about the crystal balls because, of course, they're responsible for her. They're father's the ones who, yeah, they're the ones who arranged for that child molester to murder her dad, to get the like. They're the guys who did that. And I mean, yeah. the thing is, Ben Vincenzo says like, they just take orders. They're just hunting dogs. Like, and in a war, if you can turn your anim- make your enemies' hunting dogs work for you, that's a huge advantage. But yeah. he says to her pointedly, if it makes you feel better once this is all over, we can kill them too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, oh, and so Vincenzo tries to have them, uh, tries to have uh, Mr. Hong track down um, Junyu's phone, Junwoo's phone, but we know he's okay. already destroyed. Yeah. Well, just wait before that, okay? Yeah. You, you just have to mention, okay, how the crystal balls disposed of. Oh yeah, they uh, wait until the guy's suffocated to death, and then they yeah. throw the uh, they throw they, the SUV into the river. Yeah, into into the water. Yeah, yeah, into the bay somewhere. And that that for Vincenzo was a peaceful way to die. I know better a better death than they deserve. Is what he calls it. <laughs> this show is the real stuff. <laughs> it is it is this fantasy thing and it's the rest of it and wow yeah and there's comedy and there's you know one beautiful character moments but when this show gets real it gets real yeah it it's when it stops pulling punches oh my god it gets intense 
Wow. Yeah. But yeah, and I just and but yeah, he he also phones Mr. Hong and says, I need you to find whose phone number this is. Like anything you can get me about the phone number, I need. Right? Uh which is, you know, very important. It's I assume it's going to be very important later. So then we get yep, please. Oh, I was gonna say be, before that. Yeah. Isn't it before that that he uh Oh no! Never mind. We we're, we end up back at Gumga Plaza. Yeah, we end up back at the plaza where they're uh, where everyone is celebrating that they scared away the Twin Swords gang, and yeah. uh, you know people are joking about. Uh, <laughs> we were they're they're joking about how the the tailor beat everybody up, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> lightning having a good time, lightning scissors, and he like plays down a bit of you know it's like hey. hey I was just, uh, I was known as a pretty good fighter back in my hometown and everyone, you know, jokes around about it. And then we noticed that like the, the previously evil gang has just started eating in the restaurant with the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And down at the end of the table, Mr. Tack and, uh, Mr. Tack and Mr. Nam are like, uh, oh, yeah, no, it's like all of these great stories about the guy fighting with knives. But, you know, it's like, we know that we're really working for a serious person. <laughs> like, all these guys are having fun with their jokes and everything, but it's like, Vincenzo's the real deal, you know? <laughs> and I'll be interested to see how that uh, factors in going forward. Whether they can keep their secret about the evil nonsense they're doing for Vincenzo. So. Okay, so who is, who is, um, Donnie Yen and Stephen oh, okay. Chow. So yes, um, that's that's a joke there. So, um, yeah. Donnie Yen is uh, an unbelievably talented, not only martial arts performer, but he's like a performer. He runs a um, he has his own like choreography team, so he like works to choreograph combat as well as do it. He's like known to be one of the best living martial arts actors to the point where there's like a series of movies where he plays Ip Man, the most famous martial artist in Chinese history. Right. Okay. Like the guy who taught Bruce Lee how to fight. Uh, right. And so that's Donnie Yen. Stephen Chow, by comparison, is a comedy actor who makes wacky kung fu movies. Oh, okay. So yeah, that. So that's. <laughs> see, so that's where the difference is. Like one of them is a comedy actor, and one of them is a legit martial arts actor. So it's a bit of a dig to say that the tailor is more Don, uh, more Stephen Chow Don than he is Donnie Yen than he is Donnie Yen. Exactly. No, no, the, no, no, Mr. Somebody Ta said, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. One guy Ta says that he's Ta just like, oh yes, Mr. Tack is, is yes, Vincenzo, yes, Stephen Chow, sorry, yes, is more like Stephen Chow. Yes, yes, I credit to the wrong thing. You're absolutely right, but yes, it's more like Stephen Chow. But yes, that's so. It's him. It's him bragging that he's the yeah. real thing, and uh, like Vincenzo's, it's just kind of silly fighting, and um, you know, uh, that's you can actually make that argument that the fight they had in the um, in the restaurant, like where he was, the way he beats people up with towels and the fight he did in the restaurant yes. where he kept catching things doing that, that is more of a, an openly comedic, like Stephen Chow kind right. of fight. Like it's actually a good comparison for that fight scene. So yes, yeah, they, but, but we, the other fight scenes. <laughs> yes, exactly. The other fight scenes have been a lot more real, but they didn't wish, uh, witness any of those. So, you know, you're not going to well, you know Yeah. Well, what makes it interesting is that this, when you look at it from a, a bigger standpoint, I mean, this is their, their, their dig homage, right, to the, what they're creating. Like, this yes. is, it, 
It's yeah. I mean, I I assumed that that's what it oh, was. Yeah. And but I mean, and that's the thing. It's like they're saying that this is both Donnie Yen and Stephen Chow. Like yeah. this is both this kind of light comedy and deadly serious action. So then we get a wonderful scene while a is um, of them of Cha Young and uh, Vincenzo drinking all night long yes. while a song about love plays. Well, wait till you no here here this was the one where I said this is the episode where I said yes and you know these guys have even watched Guys and Dolls maybe <laughs> uh, right yeah. It is a it is a very funny scene. She says, "I can't tell whether I was just worried about you or whether I had maybe I know. you know this thump thump was I really care about you, so I have to test it." I know how wonderful is this scene. So I'm going to hug you for. I'm going to hug you for ten seconds. Ten seconds. And to find out if I have any feelings for you. Yeah. Damn. Well, you know, and then you see Vincenzo grabbing onto the chair, right? Because. Yeah. He's he's sort of realized she, but she keeps wanting some response from him. And he wa and right? he wants to and put his won't. hand on her, but he won't do it. Oh no, he's not doing it. But the thing is, is that they're playing the song. This is a um, an adaptation of the song. Uh, there were bells. Yeah. In the in the yes, there were bells. No, no, no. It's um. If I was a bell, I'd be yeah. No. Oh no! Which one? There. Oh, were... oh no! It's that not. yes, the other song. Yes. It's the one with. If you see the movie, it's the one with Marlon Brando and Gene Simmons. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right where they're in about. in Havana, yeah. and they're singing, and then yeah. the church bells ring, but right. she's singing the bells in the air. But I never heard them ringing. Ringing. No, I yeah. never heard them at all till there was you. With you. Yes. And that's the one. That's that they're what they're adapting. Okay. Adapting. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Well, it's the perfect choice. Oh, it was a perfect choice. Not right? just because of a song, because that's also a movie about the mafia. Yes. Well, and not the, the mafia, well, just, you know, low rank gamblers, but still. Low rank gamblers. And of course, Vincenzo is exactly a, like, like you can just see that Vincenzo is a, is a, um, Sky Masterson type, type character. character. Oh, absolutely. He is. Never gotten involved with anybody. Mm -hmm. He, no, nothing, 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 right? And then she's sort of like, you can just see in terms of characterization, it's, it's, it was, when I heard the song, I went, the first time I just went, wow. Yeah. And it, it fits so perfectly with the- Oh no, it's such a good nod. Absolutely. No, you're yeah. totally right. And I did not catch that the first time I watched it. You're totally right that that is a, a fantastic comparison. And then yeah. we get the next day he goes to visit his mother. Yes. Oh, who is looking happier and feeling yes. better, right? Uh, knitting a scarf. Knitting <laughs> knitting a scarf. She's like, I'm taking my medicine because I'm afraid you'll get mad at me again. <laughs> and so he actually sits down and asks her about her lung cancer. Yeah. Like, because he has now found out that she had lung cancer when he was four years old. No, he was, uh, he five? was older than that. Okay, five or six. Whatever age he was. But the point is when he was very young. And so she confesses that she had to send her son away because her sending him away was the only chance for him to be happy because she oh. thought she was sure she was going to die. 
Yeah, and if if she died, there was no one to take care of him. I mean, this is what you know. What whenever you're watching these cultural things, like these things, right? You have to kind of understand. Well, why would it be so? But she had no one yeah. who would be willing to take care to of step him. in, and yeah. And so, therefore, he would have just gone into the system if she hadn't have brought him specifically to this orphanage yeah. and given up her rights, her parental rights, yeah parental rights so that he could be adopted out before she died. Yeah. And you get this wonderful scene of him like, because we know that he's trying to forgive her, right? Yes. Now that he knows this, he's trying to forgive her and he's not good at it. So you have the beautiful thing of him saying that Mr. Hong told me you know, it's like yeah. that you were that you were letting yourself get thrown in jail and get executed and not treating your cancer because of this guilt you had. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sure your son is fine. I'm sure your son is happy. You don't have to feel guilty anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what he says. It says something like that. No, no. What? No, because you're missing the whole point then. Because he says... No, he says, I am sure he is fine. Yeah. And then, or something like that. But then she says, I am sure something like, oh, never mind. I will get the exact line. You'll words. get the exact, get the exact line. Okay. No, but the point is, it's oh. my, my point is he's trying to find a way to like, let her off the hook without confessing to her. Okay. She said, I went to what, what she says. Yeah. Because he said something like initially that he was probably fine. But she said, I sent him to a place where my son would grow up happily. Yeah. She's the one that says that. Yeah. What he says is, well, I don't. And I will here. I will just. Just check the line. It's fine. I'm getting the line. All right. Okay. I'm getting the line now. Okay. Without yeah. what she, what he then responds to her is without his mom. He wouldn't have been happy anywhere. Yeah. Okay. That's his reply yes. to her. I wanted him to. You're right. That is up. the key line. And that is a key line. And that's when she kind of probably, because they go back to her knitting. Yeah. And that's sort of where she kind of goes, oh, yeah. I think this is where if she, she probably. There's something in her head now that cool. she's starting to. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is starting to go, oh, oh, I wonder, right? I wonder. Yeah, oh, no, it's pretty clear. Yeah, and the way they focus up. on the knitting and she looks yeah. up. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. that we're moving in that direction. We're moving where she, right? Yep. Is kind of um, figuring, starting to figure out that maybe. Maybe that's why this guy is so concerned about me. Because yeah, he's, I mean, it's you can't miss that he's the right age. Like he's yeah. exactly the right age. She sent him away with some Italian people, you know. She yeah. sent him a, he... a incredibly far away, and you've got this Korean guy coming back from Italy. Like, it's you yeah. can see how she can get there. It's not contrived that she could figure no. this out. No, no, and he and he said, and what he says to her, he said, "You shouldn't feel guilty." This yeah. is afterwards. You shouldn't feel guilty. I'm sure that he is doing well. Sorry, yes, not happy that he's doing well. That's what I was. Yes. That's what I was getting wrong. Yeah, and it and that is after we've had the happy thing. Yeah, after the you couldn't have been happy situation. Yeah. You're right. That is so after that. 
and now she's crying but she has she stopped she was knitting she stops the knitting she looks up yeah and it's she won't look at him no but it's like okay the you know the the pins are starting to fall into place exactly yeah she yeah. is starting to figure this thing out and she's going to take care of everything. She's going to take her medicine. She's going to do all of those things. She's mm -hmm. going to try and get better. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting scene. I'm interested to see where it yeah. goes. Oh, I, I how they do these scenes. These mm -hmm. what, I swear, I I swear in, you know, and they get so melodramatic in other things. Yeah. Right? And so now we've got the end of that scene, and then we move into... Back to Wusan. Horror. Horror again. Yeah. And where they're like, uh, he's... And of course, Jun Wu's like, you know, under no... Like, we we can't. Uh, like, they can't find me yet. He's never going to figure out who I am. Right? Uh, he's never going to figure out who I am. There's no chance. Uh, there's no chance of it. And the, the boss of Wusang is like, yeah, but what if he tortures me? <laughs> I'm like, you can stand up to torture, can't you? Obviously he cannot. He, is, he does not believe that he can. No. Uh, and so as usual, Junwoo tries to scare him because that's how he responds to every situation. He, he only has a couple of notes that he plays. Uh, but Miss Choi comes up with a much more like practical solution. Why are oh. we playing all these games? We know he's in the mafia. We just had someone come back with a giant dossier of the fact that he's in the mafia. I mean, we, we might not be able to throw him in jail, but we can have him deported. Yep. <laughs> like it's, it's quite basic that people, you know, it's, it's easy to get someone like that declared persona non grata and kicked out of the country. That's just common yeah. sense. And now we get the, uh, so it's back to the plaza where we get a scene, uh, where the tailor, uh, checks in with Vincenzo and says, you know, if you ever, it turns out if you ever need, you know, some muscle, I'm here, <laughs> I'm here, you know, just, just in case putting it out there. And Vincenzo doesn't respond at all because he never oh, responds at all. Okay. Sure. Good. Uh, and then we get Mr. <laughs> Tack, who asks to be a full-time bodyguard and whose wife is very pissed about that idea. As, 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 she says no. Yeah, I know. He says no. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. funny. I, yeah. Please let me be your bride. His yeah. wife says no. No. <laughs> we like, all know who we're to listen to. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you want to? It's like, when are we? We're supposed to be having kids. What are you doing? Uh, wanting to be take on this dangerous job. And he's like, if I'm going to have kids, I need my kids to be able to respect me. So obviously, I have to become a an action hero. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yes, but by the way, this is Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee, not Mr. Tack. Mr. Tack, Mr. Tack is the tail. Yes, I always get their names mixed up. I, I always thought the wrestler was Mr. Tack, but no, he's Mr. Lee. Yeah. Yes. Ah, so then Mr. Hong calls, revealing that they tracked the phone. It's not in contact anymore, and you can't figure out who owned it. But, and this is the key part, they did manage to figure out, uh, based on right before it was destroyed, it was in the vicinity of the tower. Yes. That was next 
to the overpass where the whole fight took out. Meaning, while the fight was happening, the chairman was in the vicinity. And watching. And watching. And they're like, okay, so not only is he in Korea, he's keeping himself very close to the action. And while they're talking about this, of course, <laughs> who, who should come in? <laughs> A piano lady! No, the spy! Oh, oh no. Okay. The spy walks in with his delivery cause, so he can, you know, eavesdrop on them yeah. and look at the fly, the, the files they're reading. And then, of course, because the last time he's brought it in, Vincenzo said, don't bring any for me anymore because yeah. it's always it's always Italian food and he yeah. doesn't like it, the Italian food they make. Yeah. So he comes in this time without Vincenzo's plate. And then Vincenzo gives him a hard time. Yeah, no. <laughs> One more time. Jeez. Oh Just God. And then we me. get and then we get the aftermath of last week's episode where the temple guy the guys at the temple are being harassed by the national like a th a governing body. Authorities. Yeah. yeah. The governing body, whatever it's called who, you know, have had complaints that they have been charging people money to pray and they've been running and they've been, uh, you know, not actually doing prayers and just uh, using it as a way to generate money for themselves. So they're understandably frustrated. And then we get a ridiculous ad for vitamins. That's, remember I told you about <laughs> You told that. me. Like, the product placement is really obvious. So often it really is, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, this isn't as bad as um, this, this is, is not as bad as on Criminal Minds when they were talking about the new features of their phones. Yeah, <laughs> but yes. it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty bad. And now, uh, Vincenzo gets invited to weekly game uh, night. Well, game <laughs> day, where they're going to play a game of mafia. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Could not be more perfect if they tried. <laughs> and of course, Vincenzo, as he always does in these situations, is like, but I don't want to do this. Come on. <laughs> Leave me out of this stuff. Come on. But of course, they drag him along. <laughs> and they do the wonderful going straight from, I said no, to him playing the game. Because uh -huh. he just keeps getting pulled into their lives. Yeah, well, particularly the name of the game was just like... <laughs> I know, it's so perfect. And so, yeah, this no, is... Like, yeah. No, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, obviously in Korea, they have a thing for Italians. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I now, Mafia you know, is a popular like, party game that exists everywhere, but uh, obviously there is some, uh, yeah, some special affinity here to the Italians. Well, it, it, like, you think it's just here, but I've run into it time it like just these minor references in some of the other shows that i've watched right okay? that you know in this this one that i watched a little while ago you know and the guy again wearing italian suits right yeah <laughs> these things it, it it yes it is a cultural affinity but it, before there they... must be a cultural yep. affinity that they are you know taking advantage of in this show yeah <laughs> And then we get uh, a pretty fantastic scene. So we, they do their little game, but before they can uh, oh, end the game. this is fun, though. This game is fun. It is. It's a very fun game. I'm in favor of it. Like it's, it. it's also known as Werewolf. There's a ton of games li like this. Uh, social deception games is what they're called. 
right? And what's interesting here is before they can finish the game, though, the cops come in to arrest him for being a real guy in the mafia. Yeah. Uh, then we cut away to lunch with the brothers. And <laughs> Jun Woo is telling his brother about how close he came to getting caught and how terrifying it was. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's pretty good. And then uh, his brother, you know, once again is like, Maybe I could have some real responsibility. You know, maybe you could, maybe you could give me the, 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 like the pharmaceutical come to, uh, to run. You know, it's like, I think I've been, dem I've demonstrated that I can handle it. And Junwoo, as always, handles this incredibly badly. Yeah. He, oh my God, this guy's on a hair trigger. Like he yeah. really does go from zero to complete psychopath over nothing you know <laughs> well wait till you wait. find out yes. why no i know it's coming like everybody in this character has reasons for how they're behaving don't worry i get it but the way he sticks the knife to his own throat Self. yeah and just says if you want the company just take it <laughs> oh that's one hell of a scene i know Damn, that's one hell of a scene. And then and his response is... For yep. the rest of the episode, he yep. wears a band-aid. Yeah, because he draws he's, he's blood. Yeah. He draws blood on his own throat. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then, and as he said, great. You know, oh, and I don't ever want to hear anything about this again. Yeah. Oof. Like, to the point is, like, you're getting to the point where you kind of feel sorry for his brother. Who is oh, a yeah. monster too, but Jesus. Like, look at what he has to put up with. Yes. Like, yeah, he's a guy who's, I mean, maybe he's a guy who's not ready for the situation and is overmatched, but he's got to put up with a maniac every day. And just, it, just remember, he's his older brother. Yeah. No, it's, it's messed up. Whew. This is a, this is a very messed up relationship they have. And I find it amazing. Oh, God, I love these guys. Uh, and then, of course, it's back to the plaza where they're talking about, oh, wait, so he's actually in the mafia? <laughs> well, don't worry about it. I'm sure he'll come up with a plan to get out of this. And then we find out that, no, and he isn't coming oh, but how many times have I disrespected him? I know, yes, that one is so good. Oh, shit. What was, I was insulting a mafia boss? And then they, and then they, they they mis misinterpret consigliere and to think it's to be corn salad. Corn salad. They're trying to figure <laughs> out what that word means. I, I think it's corn salad. I think it's a nickname for mafia boss. <laughs> and then we get the most fantastic scene yet in this episode, where the spy goes to see his boss and say, "Look, um." We, we've got to keep Vincent. We can't let them kick him out of the country. Like, he is an asset we can use to get at organized crime and all sorts of international schemes. Like, this guy, if we get him on our side, if he becomes an asset for us, this could be incredibly valuable for the service. And the director's well, like... Okay, but how he has to, right? How he has to get to Ty, yeah. right? Is, right... 
is the pride thing. Yeah. Excuse me, these guys are nobodies, Namdog Chu. Like the yeah. prosecution team is nobody. Yeah. Right? They are. And and he says, You're pride. We're the ones that do international crime. Yeah. How the hell can you let them, them take come away in. your guy? I know. You know. No, it's that's that's the thing. It's not oh, no, it's key. No, but I mean, it's it is both that he's useful. I mean, the fact that he's going to be useful well, is a part of it. Use, like, yeah. That's the excuse they use. Yeah, they, but fundamentally, but you're right. He reaches into the idea of pride. It's like your job is national. You're right. Your job is international crime. So how right. can you let some local prosecutors steal this guy from you? Why weren't you looped in? Why isn't this your decision? Yeah, right. Yeah. That they just walked right over you. Yeah. And what's really I mean, what's really like I just love the scene with the window washer outside, right? I know, who's listening in? <laughs> and cheering as well. Director Ty. Director Ty. Director Ty. And then oh God, our wonderful spy says grazie to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. It screams grazie. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. And then we move this. to the yep. police station. <sighs> ah, where they're preparing to kick him out of the country. Yep. <laughs> but of course, uh, it's not going to be that easy. Because now our, uh, Mr. An, our spy, reveals himself. <laughs> blown away by that scene. <laughs> he walks in, flips back his big black coat. Yep. He's all dressed in his spy uniform with his two guys behind him. Yep. <laughs> I know. He's just like, he's got to put on a show. He's got to sound like, he's got to seem like he's the man because today, right now, yeah, he is. He's absolutely yeah. the man. <laughs> <laughs> loved it I, just, I love this scene you, know, <laughs> I, you know and there they are and that and uh you know they're all vincenzo's going away yeah and then and then yeah, he and shows then, up and like to the point where he like even goes into openly disrespecting the <laughs> prosecutor the prosecutor like dropping the file <laughs> on the ground <laughs> But it's it's so wonderful that Mr. N gets his slow motion, like yes. his slow motion cool guy inter like introduction. But he can't stop from being a ridiculous figure and doing his spins and stuff. He oh, just yeah. so loves being able to show off specifically for Vincenzo or no, anyone. No, but I like, suspect. No, yeah. no, but it is made clear how obsessed he is with Vincenzo. Yes. <laughs> like the way he talks about Vincenzo, it is perfectly clear that he is obsessed with Vincenzo. There's Vincenzo and Chai Young, and they just, they're initially looking in astonishment, right? I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this guy? He's just the wacky guy who's always spying on us. So they go with them and step on the cop's hand as they're walking out. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
But then it's back to back to Babel, where they've just found out that the government, like the uh, the intelligence bureau, has stepped in, and the head of Wusang's like, they have more resources than we do. You're not safe anymore. Yeah, and that's the key part. He's telling him that you're not safe anymore. Like we thought you were safe for Vincenzo, but if he starts working with the bureau. Yeah. then we can't protect you. And this, of course, understandably pisses him off even further. Things are not going well for Jun Wu this episode. Yeah. Oh, and then we get the fantastic scene at the Bureau <laughs> building. Cafeteria. Oh, the Bureau cafeteria. Well, oh, whatever God. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's a cafeteria, the way they got those long tables. I mean, That's it's gotta it be. Like. Yeah. Right? Anyway. And he's just like, we need to team up to fight evil. <laughs> and then talks about how, how Vincenzo has has changed his ways and yes. he is now... He's learned, he has repented. I see you out there fighting every day to be a good man. And and the Buddha. Yeah. You, you, you know, has, he has embraced basically the Buddha. <laughs> just, and then he has the three conditions under which I will set you free, which are one... I get to be in the gang. You know, this gang where we sneak away and talking about things. I get to be in that. So that's number yeah. one. Number two, you can't tell anyone I'm a spy. I'm still just Mr. Ann, the guy who works at the store, uh, this, the restaurant. Three, I get a hug. <laughs> so Vincenzo goes, yes. And then, no. <laughs> what? We've already seen his latent homophobia. <laughs> And I just love that Chen Yun's like, fine, hug him. Like, this is obviously a good deal. And Chen's like, no, I'll shake your hand, though. But he gets the hug anyway. <laughs> oh, such a funny scene. <laughs> and An just jumps on him. Jumps on I mean, him. I, what, what is fascinating, right, oh. is that Vincenzo is a very slight, yeah. like the actor is a very slight person. Oh, he is? He, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And he holds the guy right up. Yeah, he holds the guy right up. <laughs> I know. Oh, such a good scene. Oh, my God. And then when he, so he gets a phone call that, um, that he does find out that, so they say, well, actually, we do need something. Uh, we do need something from you, which is somebody like went all, like somebody who is Korean went all around oh. Italy looking into me. And we yeah, know for a fact he would have met the chairman in person because this information would be too important to meet in a way that could be eavesdropped. So it's like, this yeah. might be the one guy in Korea who knows who he is. Yeah. And so it's it, like, it, can it, you figure out who he is and get us his name? Well, he calls, no, he goes to Luca first. Yeah, he goes to Luca first, yes. He goes to Luca. To find out, who, yes, you're right, you're right. He goes to Luca to find out to who the guy was so that then they can go to him. You're right. So then they can go back to him to find out who it is. You're right. Yeah, they he get goes a to picture. Luca first from yeah, Luca. They go get a picture of I the I was Korean jumping guy. ahead. You were correct. Yes. But right? yes, quickly enough, they're going to be putting this guy's skills to the test. Yes, right. and then they give it to Mr. Ang. Mr. Like, Luca does it in about two to three hours. Yeah. And then the facial recognition thing. But it's going to be very that's fast afterwards, as well. right? Yeah, that's because all after. We, we get the, mar the marriage. 
We get the band. The band. They come home and they have arranged a party. The honor guard. The honor guard for Mafia's corn salad, Vincenzo. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Welcome him back. And he's like, I have to leave. I cannot be here for this. You know, and so Chahyun starts sort of dancing away as they're going under the honor guard, under the swords. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. (laughs) Her crack was something about a wedding wedding thing. Is this a wedding hall? Is this a wedding hall? (laughs) (laughs) She's laughing. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then all of the paper comes down, right? They have arranged this a giant party for him to say, thank you. We will fight it alongside you. We will be, you know, your weapons in this quest. Finally, we can, you know, be open with you about this. And then he's like, please, it's consigliere. Say it right. Stop saying corn salad. Oh, it's so good. Poor Vincenzo. Yeah, like, you can like, just see this poor guy getting hugged, being I treated. And He's just not comfortable with any of this. Any of this. And, but I love the mob guys being like, you don't think he's going to, like, hold a grudge, right? Like, he's not going to come back and murder us, is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the oh. balloon guys, we should the call balloon them guys, yes, the balloon guys, yes. Yeah, now they're the balloon guys. You're right. Yeah, they're no longer the mob guys. Yeah, and so, but it's in this next scene. I was jumping ahead, but Luca has, you know, already gotten the picture in this scene. Yeah, like right after that. So basically, he did work really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So they managed to get the guy's photo. They managed to get the guy's photo, and they're going to send it off to the facial recognition at the bureau to find out who he is. So yeah, I did jump ahead one scene. Sorry about that. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. And he's like, can you find out who he is? Oh, we can find anyone. We're the bureau. Eh, give me five hours, you'll know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He does, in fact, pull it off. Uh, but then they're doing this meeting in the Italian restaurant. So the minute the chef comes back in, he has to pretend that he was just chatting with them and immediately get back to work. Because his cover is important, obviously. <laughs> such a good scene. <laughs> oh, such a good scene. And then the the monks run in to inform everyone about their uh the fact that like they're being investigated and might lose their temple so mm-hmm. that consequence is kicking up right away yeah and oh they're in some real trouble as he says they're in some real trouble if this doesn't get taken care of immediately like they yeah. could lose the temple and let's face it get exiled but and of course vincenzo is pretty sure he knows how this happened is almost 100% sure he knows how this happened. And you can see it on his face that he's going to have to have a conversation with Mr. Cho. And he's not happy about it. Yeah. And then we cut away to uh, the chairman trying to figure out how to use a gun. And he is not good at it. But you know who is good at it? That nobody that nobody saw coming? Yeah. The chairman of Wusang. That's... He was yeah. the top marksman yeah. in his when he was doing his military. When he was doing his but military service, he was the number one marksman. Okay, but what I don't understand, since every male has to go into military service, yeah. how did our chairperson get through without learning anything? Yeah. He's a rich kid. 
he got a do nothing job there. Like, okay. I mean, come on, that that's how it works everywhere. You think George W. Bush knows how that's to disassemble assault an assault rifle? No. Mm -hmm. When you're rich, you get the easy job. You just, you know, your dad makes a call and you don't get any job that would put you in any risk whatsoever. This, I mean, look at this guy. He's been pampered his entire life. Yeah, he's and a, he's the son of the mistress. Yeah, and he's the son of the mistress. And he's still been pampered his whole life. Like, he's never had to work for anything. And then, but now, once again, the head of Wu-Sang makes his move, right? And yeah. says that, uh, we sh uh, makes his move and said, look, I can trust you. I, yeah, sorry, no, you can trust me. I know power. I know who, I know who should be in charge. You should be running Babel. We've got to get rid of your brother. And the key thing that happens is, and this is what I like, right? He says, is Miss Choi going to go along with this? And the chairman of Wusang says something really fascinating, which is, of course she will. Miss Choi likes uh, the path of least resistance. If we hand this to her as a fait accompli, of course she'll go along with it. And I'm like, huh. Because that is literally the exact opposite of how she described herself last week. Yes. And it's got me wondering how it, like, what the hell is she going to do if they make this move? And I am very intrigued to see what happens. And you will. Oh, well, of course. But it's like, <laughs> and it's like, is he just, because we know that all of this is empty flattery. We know that he's saying this because he thinks if this dumb guy is put in charge that he can be running Babel, which is what he wanted in the first place. He is trying to reverse engineer the job he thought he had. Yeah. He's trying to like, he thought he had the best job in Korea, right? Being able to run this mega corporation while like some dope took all the heat. Right? Yeah. That's what he thought he had, and it turns out he didn't have that job, and now he wants to get that job. But, you know, well, we'll see what happens, I assume. But the real question is, how is she going to respond? Like, what is her, how does she end up in this play? And again, I cannot wait to find out. And I know I'm not going to have to wait long, based on how this week's episode ends. <laughs> or at least too long. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Like, whatever you're thinking of, don't say it. I know this is tempting for you. Don't say it. <laughs> Keep going. Let's move to the piano girl. <laughs> yes, we'll get to the piano girl. Oh, God. But I, I just, such a good scene with the two of them. Such a good oh, scene. Yes. Such an intriguing scene. Because it's like the pressure that's getting put on everybody as this tightens up. Like, everyone yeah. is getting so much pressure heaped on them. And so, yes, back to Piano Girl. Who is... He's Mr. Cho coming to meet Vincenzo. Yep. And so she That's decides kind of she wants... Eavesdrop on that, as one does. <laughs> and, you know, obviously Vincenzo asks if he's the one who, uh... If he's the one who called, uh, the... Called the national, you know, Did Buddhist... You know, like, cancel on the Buddhists. And, of course, he did, and he apologizes and says he won't happen again. And, of course, the girl who plays the piano no sees all of this happening and oversee overhears all of it. 
right? And oh, here's some, because they did talk about the gold right at the beginning. Yes, they did. And we're like, did she hear that part too? Yes. Mm, interesting. Yeah. This is going to be good. And this is going to be complicated. But yeah, you know, she's like, she's up to something. And so then he gets back downstairs and they bring him in on the deal. Everybody else brings him in on the deal and tells him the building is full of gold and we're searching for it. And he, of course, has to play dumb. And he's very frustrated and incredibly, uh, incredibly flustered. And he's like, does everybody in the building know about this? Yes, everyone except you three at the law firm. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it. And he's so angry that he's like, God damn it. I can't believe there's gold here. Well, yeah. <laughs> like he, he covers it up quite expertly. Yes. By, by turning around, reshaping his face, face and, then... and being like, I can't believe we're going to find all this gold. <laughs> and now they ask for his help in finding the gold. And he goes walking away. And it's just so frigging furious. That these people are trying to steal all his gold. As if, like, he's forgotten that, well, it wasn't really your gold, Vincent. <laughs> but he's he's gotten to the point where, in his head, it's his gold. Yes. And we, I think we understand why. And then Mr. Well, An drops off the identity of the courier, right? Drops off the identity three, of the courier. Yeah. The and then yeah. runs off. <laughs> And then we get another scene of him capering to not be seen. Uh, his capering is delightful. Every time yeah. he capers, it makes me super happy. <laughs> yeah. And so now they're going to find out the true identity of Jang Han Seok. Yeah. yeah they're going to figure it out. Jun Wu. <laughs> yeah, or, well, Jun Wu. They're going to find out. And meanwhile, uh, Jun Wu calls up uh, Cha Young to say they need a meeting about uh, a move that's about to get pulled over at Wusang. Right? Yeah. And then the two uh, <laughs> the two crystal balls crystal ball. go and kidnap the courier. Yeah. And then we get the most, like, we've had a lot of clear doubling. Like, uh, you know, uh, narrative doubling of uh, Vincenzo and Jun Wu in this episode. Like, yeah. narrative doubling has happened to them a bunch. Yeah. I think this is the clearest one so far. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because this time, because he's like, I can't, he's like, there's no point in trying to torture me. They're just going to kill me. And Vincenzo's like, I'm not going to torture you. I'm going to scare you. And he pulls out a gun and says, we're going to play Russian roulette. Yep. But I'll go first. <laughs> Damn! You know, you thought the scene where they were suffocating people earlier in the episode was intense? Oh, You've Jesus. got no idea what you're talking about. And I keep going to be palm that, but I can't see how he palmed that I mean, bullet. No, I, I assume it's a bullet with no, I hope it's a bullet with no powder yeah. in it. And it just, because he didn't pawn it. Pawn it, he opens the gun and we see yeah, the bullet in there. Yep. He didn't palm it, so I'm like, is, please tell me he had a dummy bullet. Uh, but just the fact that he, over and over again, he puts it, the gun up to his own head. 
And he's just like, well, I guess we had another tie. Let's do this again. I'm hoping this is a good job of editing. Oh, God, yeah. It's such a freaky scene. But it was... But you're watching... Every time people get guns stuck to their head now, ever since this tragedy, you know... Ever since this tragedy that happened, we we get nervous now when we see it in film. And yeah. it's as simple as that. We just we get nervous now when we see scenes like this. But after four, no, three rounds of this, the guy finally talks. Yeah. And it turns out. It was June Woo the whole time. Damn. Oh God, I'm, just, I'm watching this as we're as we're going. And right? the look on Vincenzo's face. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that is that is a great reveal. That is a fantastic reveal. So he calls Cha Young and he says, You need to know this. It's Jun Wu. And she's at the table with him when Vincenzo yeah, calls. Yeah, well, and and he, but he does tell her you cannot. Yeah, you can't give this. Yeah, to this. Yeah, no, you you can't react, react to this at all. all. Yes, yeah. what I'm about to tell you. Yeah, and she says, "Well, I've heard what you said, and you have to go through with the plan." Yeah, just just do what d- d- take the steps you plan to take. Yeah. Ooh. And now we get the end of the episode. And so I- I'll tell you my experience with this episode. Now. <laughs> yes, you'll, you'll have to because, yes. And then you can tell me your reaction. But so what happened to me was at the beginning of the episode, right? And this is why at the start of the episode of this episode, I said, I have to learn to trust this show. Yes. <laughs> because at the start of the episode, so they did the phoning and they did it. And it's like, and I'm like, are they really going to drag out for another five episodes them not knowing who the chairman is? Uh, right? Is that is that their plan? Like, what's what's going on here? Uh, yeah, I got to trust this show because I thought they were just going to I thought they were going to go back to spinning their wheels. But no, they didn't. They did. Vincenzo is already in his an apartment when he gets home. Yeah. And now we reach the point where these two unbelievably intense, maybe passively suicidal men are in a room together. Yeah. Vincenzo's pointing the gun at him. And he's going, kill me. He's like, go ahead, just do it. It's fine. Yeah. He's like, I know you're not Jun Woo. I know who you are. And he's like, fine, just kill me then. You win. Damn! And yeah. guess where we end? <laughs> yes, with the bullet, with the bullet on Jan Siok. Now yeah. Jun Woo's Jun Woo's forehead. Gun he's right against his head. He's about to pull the, tr- he's pulling the trigger. The hammer comes back. Ooh. And that's where it ends. And that's where it ends. <laughs> oh, you know, I turn it off. But because it's not just kill me he grabs the gun and pulls it against his own head just like he did with the knife earlier in the episode oh yeah oh pulls back the hammer we get tense it literally says tense music in the subtitles yeah (laughs) oh my subtitles don't say that oh yeah it's it's intense it is intense and the key part is we end on vincenzo's face 
and we hear a gunshot. Yep. But like... Well, because Vincenzo says, as you wish. Yep. And he pulls the... He, he pulls the hammer it. back. And so it's Both like, we are now left to understand that there is some, some possibility exists that he just, I mean, I don't think he murdered, you know, the chairman. I don't think he did. But given how this show is, it's not outside the realm of possibility. I, yeah. I, I am. Sh okay. I haven't watched the next episode yet. As I've told you, I never watched the next time on Vincenzo clips. I don't watch those. I don't want to know. But <laughs> what I will say is, I am fairly certain they'll find some way out of this. I just have no idea how. Well, it's interesting because if you had watched the this time on the next, next time, time on, it wouldn't it have doesn't, told. It doesn't give right. anything away. Okay. No, because what it does, it gives you the usually what they do is give you the highlights of the, the next episode. No, the previous ep, like the episode you've just watched. Well, yeah, but then they'll show you like footage from next week. Yeah. They'll show you yeah. like a couple of minor clips from next week if you yeah. keep watching long enough. And I can't. Yeah. And no, because the first time I. When I was watching the first episode, thank God we were doing two at the same time. I did watch the ending credits, right? And then uh, I did watch the ending credits. And then I saw the, you know, the best scenes from this episode. And then I saw like a couple of clips from the next episode. And that's fun. And then when I got to the end of the episode too, and I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, oh, okay. And then I saw clips of the next episode. And then soon I'm like, actually, I don't want the knowledge. <laughs> I don't want to no. know. I don't want to know what's coming. I want to be completely surprised every week because this show deserves that. And I mean, maybe the gun's just on the soundtrack. Maybe something else is happening. Maybe his brother showed up and fired a gun to rescue him because we know his brother's got a gun. Maybe he showed up to kill uh, Jun Woo, you know, or <laughs> Jang Han Seok, as is his real name. Uh, maybe he showed up to kill him in his own house and wound up saving him. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen next. And I can't wait to find out. Oh, and after a week, I finally get to find out. Well, I mean, you're listening to these a week at a time, but we're often recording two a week. But this ended up being an unbelievably busy week. So yes. I had to wait a whole week to talk about this episode. And I have been desperate to have the cliffhanger resolved. And I'm so happy that the minute we get off the phone... I get to go and do that, <laughs> which is exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, what a, what a show. All right. So that was Vincenzo for this week. Uh, if somehow we haven't convinced you to start watching Vincenzo yet, like, please trust us. It's worth it. It's worth it. Every week, something amazing happens. Yeah. Like every week, something just incredible happens on this show. I mean, it's it's just from the first episode, they jammed their foot on the gas and it hasn't let up since. Yep. There's there's nothing. There's no other show like this. And again, this is where you could tell me, like, because the thing is, I've watched action packed Korean shows before. Right. Yeah. Ones that just like want to have a ton of action, move things really quickly. But none of them had this mastery of tone or mastery of plotting. And maybe there's other great shows just like this out there that I haven't seen. I'm sure that's entirely possible. But like, there is a, you know, uniquely 
crazy audacity to Vincenzo that's unlike anything I watch anywhere. So yeah, just... I will tell you, I will tell you that I do not know until I watch the thing that won. Yeah, the thing that beat this for the uh, Emmy this year. Yes. The um, Korean Emmy, whatever they call them there. This is, like, I just finished watching Lawless Lawyer. Yeah. And, oh, it was it was good. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was nothing particularly wrong with me, with it. it with it, yeah. But compared to this, right. it is extremely rushed. It was from 2018. Right. And I think I made this comment to you that I thought maybe, you know, I mean, they decided that they wanted to do it better because there is... <laughs> and that's there what Vincenzo is. A better version of it. Um, it's... It, <laughs> After this, like this, I've watched a lot more Korean than you have. Like you've oh, yeah. watched no, movies. I've watched like that. I've watched plenty of movies, but TV shows. I've watched yeah. like four TV shows. Yeah, and this is um, I I've never seen anything like it. And and I will tell you that if I make my comparisons, the only other TV show that comes. Or is similar Working is Babylon Five. Yeah, for the amount of and planning and execution Korean. they did. Yeah. Yes. In other words, in terms of like this, I am now. This is my third run through. Yeah. Watching and you're you. even more impressed with how perfectly everything has been set up and paid off. Yeah. It's Every set time. up, everything pays off, and I have to admit. You know, because I've watched a lot more and I've talked about this before that when I start watching, like when I first began to watch, it was weird because it would look like everything had kind of been resolved. And well, where is it going to go now? And, right? then... and then you would watch the next episode. Oh, OK. <laughs> so after you've watched a lot of this, there is certainly a, a structure to Korean. Mm -hmm. uh, dramas right. where um, it, you can sort of resolve one thing, but there are other things that are left, but none of them, they, in comparison to this, those are abrupt, almost kind of abrupt. They're more clearly the end. You never ever in this think that you've gotten to the middle of something and things are over. Yeah. Or no. maybe this is the solution or this is There's always to, another shoe to drop. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, like you always know that within within some kind of simple resolution, there's another shoe. Yep. That's already been given to you. Like it, it is a masterpiece in construction. Well, no. And sure. escalation, because the thing I keep going yeah. back to is like it shows the ripple effect that this game that they're playing has, because like the like as much as you don't want to think about it that way. They are desperate to find money, right? They're uh, yes. they're desperate to find money for uh, Babel to build the tower, and yeah. losing the seven hundred million U.S. dollars if they lose this horrible suit, right? Would you know? Um, that would be it. It would it would crush them. It would crush them completely. Yeah. And so we do the whole episode about them trying to get banks to prop them up, and then yeah. Vincenzo gets a win. 
when the banks won't prop them up. And so what do they do? They kill the people who were suing them. Yep. And then drop the loss. And, and then, then they the and they pull some strings to have the lawsuit dropped. So they're now they're not going to have to pay that $700 million. Oh, we couldn't get a bank to pay off? Well, then we'll just erase the debt with murder. Yeah. And it's this... There are, like, every time you feel like you're getting a win, there's always a more brutal consequence coming. Yeah. And I assume that's going to keep happening. Oh, is it going to keep all right, happening? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to stop I'm gonna stop demanding you tease me. So let's just wrap this up with everybody. Thank you for listening. If, if you have any questions for us, if you have any suggestions, if there's any profiling-related fiction you think we should check out, please drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you're listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, drop us a um, drop us some sort of a review and rating. That's how people find the show. We'll see you back here next time for the episode I am so desperate to watch. Uh, but until then, we'll say that's right. Au revoir. Have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.